This episode is brought to you by the Unveil Deep Dives, a unique transformational experience that you can book today with Victoria Fenton. In 90 minutes, she will walk you through an in-depth human design reading, interweaving insights from the Gene Key system and her extensive coaching experience. Unveiled Deep Dives are available now, and you can book into Victoria's Diary directly from the Unveil website at unveilenterprises.com forward slash deep dives. In today's episode of the Unveil Podcast, Brace and I talk all about what to do when you don't know what to do. We discuss the power of powerful questions and how to shift your landscape around stuckness and places where you feel like you're at an impasse. We give you the questions that we think you should be asking yourself. And then, as per usual, we segue into a massive detour. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Uh, that was going so well. It was, and then I just looked at you, and it was like, guys, it's a it's a fun episode. We get we get into it. We do, and we talk all about human design types, and we talk about not being negative. We talk about how to use this in coaching. We talk about specific to your design, how to ask questions, and we close it out with some really deep insights into where to go if you are stuck. Beautiful. And we laugh a lot, as you can tell. Awesome, guys. Enjoy. Hello everyone, good day, and welcome. My name is Brace Harris. And I am Victoria Fenton. And we are... Unveil. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Oh my God, we're busy, aren't we, Brace? Super busy. <laughs> it's like every day we're like, oh, we'll do this new thing, and we'll add this thing in, and we'll change this bit. And we'll build this. And, and, we'll, we'll, <laughs> and then we'll build the infrastructure yes, for this. And, and then, then it's like, what are we doing now? <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah, but we're, I think the thing that I'm realizing is that we're doing things all about the client experience so Mm. everything that we do we're kind of constantly mindful of how is a client going to receive this and unveil part of the unveil family but the family also includes the people that we're bringing on and hiring so i'm kind of creating a back end that's as nice and lovely as the front end (laughs) (laughs) wait a second (laughs) don't brace wait a second (laughs) oh man (laughs) man oh jeez You've been hanging around with a southern boy too long. All right. It's all going to... (laughs) Careful. Jeez. One right after another. I can't... You're you're out of control. Oh, sorry, guys. We are literally just feeling all the feels and everything is a bit um, chaotic. But to update people... We have, which is great. I love. It's it's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. And we, I think the thing is about us when we are manifesting, we are really manifesting, and the things that we've got coming up for launch this year, like we have a marketing person who's helping us out, and she sent us a message this morning, and I got so excited about the things that we're doing, and it just feels mm. so aligned and so perfect. So, yeah. Very much so. Mm. And what are we? What are we designing? Or do we want to talk about that? Can we? I don't know that we can yet. We'll we'll keep a few secrets, but we will tell you. So we just come off the back of um, three episodes of Human Design and Gene Keys. And ridiculously, they were so well received um, that we have changed things at Unveil. So in episode... Surprise, surprise. I know. (laughs) Who'd have thought? Um, So in episode, I think... I can't even remember now, um, the, the human design one, or the Gene Keys one actually, I think I said, you know, maybe you can convince me to have a human design or a Gene Keys reading. Um, actually now we're offering those as a service because yeah. we are a service business, we are in service, we are in service to the whole and I think we looked at it all and I actually did some readings and some, you know, just overviews for people and people were blown away, literally blown away. See, I wasn't, I wasn't lying to you guys, yeah. it's literally... Blow your hair back, mind bending, but oh, that makes so much sense. Mm. And it helps one ground so much easier mm. into how you are. Mm. It's, it's really. Mm. Yeah, and the feedback I've been getting from people is that it's very affirming and relieving for mm-hmm. someone to go, yeah, mm-hmm. but this is just how you're designed. And suddenly all of those expectations and pressures and hopes just fall away. And it's. It's interesting because the way I interweave things when I'm doing kind of a, a, a 
reading, say, which we're now calling an unveiled deep dive, by the way, um, is I'm starting to realise more and more how unique it is. And I feel very blessed to have the knowledge and the wisdom that I do. And I feel very just lucky that I get to give this to people. Yeah. And you, you know what's so wonderful about it and what I keep discovering is it's not like you're giving us a strategy or anything and then it's makes life more difficult like for example if you have this hardcore diet and there are very strict rules and you've got to follow this thing and it makes you a little bit miserable maybe <laughs> there's it's nothing like that it mm. actually is so easy mm. to implement mm. these adjustments mm -hmm. well not even adjustments it's just like okay you can let the the stuff you're trying to force mm. fall away mm. and then you just kind of get into your you find the groove that you've actually always had mm -hmm. and it just makes life easier mm -hmm. and it's not difficult to apply what you learn to your life I love it, that you it actually that. Yeah. flows with how you are naturally it's not like you're you're pushing the rock up the hill mm -hmm. like sisyphus it's mm -hmm. like oh yeah that it's like whoa the rock is actually rolling i don't have to push it anymore yeah and well and that that is because you're behaving correctly. Bingo. So it's actually easier to do it correctly than it is to try and do it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is like a big surprise, thing surprise. Wow. Yeah. It's like so, who, who wouldn't want that? Exactly. Right. So just so that everyone knows, if you are following us on social media, which you should all be, um, you will know this already, but we have launched Deep Dives, which are 90 minutes with me going through human design and gene keys, very specific stuff. Amazing. Yeah. And then we also have immersions, which are either a half day or a full day with me exploring this further and further because as you realize brace this is endless like this is the more you can the more you talk the more you can explore and understand right it's like when we when we say deep dives this it gets deep yeah yeah and amazingly so yeah like you're like yes hmm. and so emotions i will also get, look at oh yeah relationships and people significant people in your life and we'll go through it all but also coach as well so i think the the uniqueness of the skill set that we discussed it's not that there aren't other human design readers out there and, and good ones some good ones it's not that there aren't other jinkies advocates and ambassadors but i think the very unique combination of all of my coaching training the functional medicine the human design the jinkies it gives a very different sense of how I can utilize these tools. And as I think we did a very good job of explaining in the last episode, it isn't just, here's a strategy, go do it, you'll be fine. It's like, well, this might be difficult. Let's explore your response. Let's explore your instinct in response to the things that we've given you. So Yeah, well, and speaking of strategies, mm. that's what today's Today. episode is kind of revolving around. It's, you know, what to do when you don't know what to do, which yeah. uh, if anyone out there is like me, that happens pretty much 10,000 times a day. And it's like, okay, what to do when you don't know what to do? And we wanted to apply some, some practical uh, strategies that all of us can use and that are accessible to mm -hmm. all of us. We just almost have to change the way that we think about how our approaches mm -hmm. to quote unquote said problem. Mm -hmm. um, and this is all inspired by your video. The other, well, it's a couple of things, but Brace uh, has put some videos up on social media. So if you're not following Brace, follow Brace, we'll tag him in the show notes, um, but that have been, that have really spoken to people. And, and this, what to do when you don't know what to do was one that you did this last week. It was one of the weeks. Yeah, yeah I kind of get, I, I, I kind of get, get lost. And but it, I mean, yeah. I think it is interesting because you were making the really good point of just start, just start, just start, and that is invaluable advice. But of right. course, the next question is, but where do I start? Okay, it's like, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, okay, I'm willing to start. What does that mean, does that mean? necessarily? Yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. Here's a strategy to get get some some juices flowing. Absolutely. And I think we're going to use this to make some really bigger points about human consciousness and perception and also personal growth. Like it's not just if you've got a, a situation in which you're stuck. Um, because like let's just hark it back to human design a tiny bit. Like literally the strategy for what to do when you don't know what to do for nearly all types is nothing. But that's really infuriating. And, Extremely. Right. And Even so, as you said it, I wanted to like 
push you. Well, you're, you're a manifesto. It's like, don't tell me I can't move things. And it's like, okay, so even, and this is the bit, the big bit about why there is more to life than human design. It's mm-hmm. like, what does your mind do when you've given authority to your body and your strategy? It's like your mind needs to have stuff to keep it occupied. And so this is where today's episode comes in. And the subtitle of today's episode is The Power of Powerful Questions. Power of Powerful Questions. Mm. Ooh, tell me more. What does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? Okay, so there is a really interesting phenomenon of the human brain, which is if you ask it a question, it tries to find an answer. So a lot of the times when we're feeling stuck and at an impasse, it's mm-hmm. because we've exhausted everything within our conscious perception and we are looking around helpless but we haven't realized that there's actually additional things that we could be doing that's just outside if we expand the box and the only way to get outside of the box of like the narrow space that we're looking at is to ask powerful questions okay and i think the the element of this is that we always as okay always is a terrible word to use but most often as human beings we're looking to find the right answers but the shift that we would like everyone to try experimenting with is it's not necessarily about the answers. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But it's about the way it makes you shift and the way it makes you think. Because if you're starting to expand your awareness by asking some powerful questions, you're actually changing your relationship to the problem. And it doesn't even matter. That's yeah. huge. I want to pause. Change your relationship to the problem. Hmm. Because you've mm-hmm. become solution-oriented. Right. You're like, well, this is a impasse how can I fix it but how can I fix it isn't a powerful question because you're going I've got this toolkit and I'm looking at this problem well yeah how do I fix it I mean I can't speak for all men but I feel like that is our tendency as as uh and again I can't speak for all no but it is men out there Mm. it's how do I fix it let's fix it yeah let's fix it let's fix it and Every time that I've tried to do that, especially with my wife, she's like, I don't need you to fix it. Unless she, unless, or fix me. Exactly. No, that's huge. Yeah. It's, I just need you to listen Listen. Mm. and be in this with me. Yeah. And I love it. But Mm. that's like the first way that my brain starts to. Or the first strategy that my brain grabs a hold of mm. on how to, you know, move forward. Move forward. It's like, what do I do when I don't know what to do? Okay, I, my brain immediately goes to, all right, what's the tried and true strategy? I say tried and true because yeah, yeah. it does something. It may not be the best thing. Mm-hmm. Um, strategy that we've always used that works for as much as as uh, it has your whole life. And I love that you just said that because that's what causes repeated patterns. Because when you fix it with your strategy and for people not watching, I'm putting those in air quotes. It's like, okay, you move away from the problem by a degree, but it's going to cycle back around because you haven't fixed Fixed it at all. You've just used a strategy and a pattern. And I think it's important to point out the opposite of what you've just pointed out, which is like, yes, some people can be the fix it mentality, but other people can be the abandoned mentality. It's like, I don't know what to do. I'm just leaving it. Right. Run away. Yeah. Uh, like pick a pick a strategy. You, yeah. you, it's like if you're listening, you're. I'm sure you're already in your own mind. Like, oh, this is what well, I this do. Is, this is, me, this yeah. is what I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I think so. It's not just ask a question. That's not the subtitle of this episode. It's ask powerful questions. Right. And we are going to go into what those powerful questions could be, and then we're also going to like expand on that even further because as coaches, we're taught different ways of using questions and. A lot of what we do is ask the right questions. But again, I want to bring it back to the fact that it's not because we're necessarily interested in the answers, in the specificity of the answers. There's so much that's underneath how you answer a question, the Mm. words you use, the language you choose. And almost you can do this game with yourself. You can ask if you're asking powerful questions, you can learn so much by the way your brain resolves the problem. And that's information. That's huge. Learn how your brain resolves a problem. And in that, that's where the true gold is. It's like, how do you, what is your default? Yes. As it is, as you are now. Mm -hmm. Like, what is your default? Because it's possible that that needs to change. Yes. And you have to 
give yourself that as an option. You need to concede that. It's mm-hmm. like maybe the way that I've been doing stuff mm-hmm. is not the best way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you think it is the best way, mm-hmm. go in and really get honest mm-hmm. with yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, is that the best or is that the best way only for you? Yeah. Is And if it's the best way only for you, is there a reason why you may be protected? protecting yourself um, by always being right. Mm. Um, Literally, I could go down the rabbit hole uh, right now. So let's let's keep it simple. And we're not saying that you're wrong either. It's It's just like if you can if you can look at it and know that it's the best case scenario for everyone involved, Mm. including including yourself. Mm. then that should be okay. Right. Right. But it's about having... But everything, everyone is so different and every, every situation is so specific to the individual. It's so hard to give like a blanket. But it, there is one blanket statement. Tell me. Everything is up for negotiation. Well, yes. Okay, so yeah. as long as that's on the table, as long as you are able to ask yourself not just questions, but powerful questions, and by that we mean questions that get underneath the mm. skin of the mm. problem, or mm. underneath the typical narrative, or underneath the kind of pattern stuff that you're running, you've got uh, ammunition, because ultimately it's either you're going to stick in the problem going circular and not asking the right questions, or you're going to just abdicate and come back to it a million and one times in your life. And you can choose to do both of those things. but Right. The sense is if you're listening to podcasts like this, you're probably a bit more involved in trying to choose to resonate more deeply with the truth rather than avoidance and, you know, escape. Yes. So. Yes. Powerful questions. Yes. What are some powerful questions that one can ask oneself? Well, actually, I'm going to start with the what not to do. So it's not useful Mm -hmm. to be negative towards oneself when one is asking a question because it sets up the question in the wrong way. Okay. So for instance, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's so let's, can you give me a fi- Can we think of a fictional problem so that we can actually like, use um, an example? okay. Mm-hmm. I want to quit my job, but I don't know if I can do that. Great. Okay. It's like, Oh gosh. So perfect I, yeah. example, because the way your brain is working currently, not you brace, but the, the dummy person mm-hmm. is using the information from experiences in the past to project into the future best and worst case scenarios and all the potential pitfalls of leaving your job, which seems like a good strategy because it's how the brain works, but actually all you're doing is using everything from the past because you take past experiences and project it into the future, which has no bearing in what the actual future might hold. Right, because if you're using the same strategy and you're wanting to think about things differently and you're using old strategies nothing is changing there's nothing new happening right it's like like what's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome yeah and so you're sitting there thinking i really want to leave my job so a powerful question isn't why am i so indecisive (laughs) that's terrible you've already passed judgment on yourself it's like i am indecisive it's like whoa 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 give give yourself a declarative statement yeah give yourself a break yeah like how can you make a decision if you've declared that you're indecisive (laughs) right boom (laughs) everybody's mine (laughs) and it's that thing it's like why am i indecisive why can't i make a decision or you know why am like me i used to be like why am i such an idiot why am i such a fuck up why do i always sabotage everything that i ever do and so I was already beating myself up, judging myself, like just creating a no-win scenario mm. immediately. And even worse if you're slightly in this work. Yeah. Because if you're slightly in this work, you've got enough awareness to know that you're sabotaging yourself, but not necessarily enough awareness to know what to do about it. And then you just beat yourself up for sabotaging for yourself. yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yes, right. yes, yes. And so it's, it's so interesting because... It, it, okay, b- backing up a hair's breadth, you're not asking a question to get an answer necessarily. It's not necessarily always about because you're going to get the right answer. Mm -hmm. But with the negativity that you're kind of pushing into the scenario, if you're being negative about yourself, like, you know, why am I such a fuck up? The answer that you get will come through negativity and it will come through wounding. So it may be an answer, but the ammunition behind it and the fuel behind it and the resonance behind it is negative towards yourself. So you're very much more likely to stay in the job because you've gone, why am I such a failure? Oh, I'm never going to be a success. And then in your projection into the future 
body yeah. you're projecting this a lack is the of best success. that it's ever going to get yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. how can you become a creative entrepreneur that you really want to be and go and run that design company that you've always wanted to do if you think that you're a indecisive fuck up <laughs> yeah. you're not going to get the answer leave no. yeah, yeah yeah and so we're going into this differently let's let's remember that so we asked the powerful question what instead well, so with this specific example, I mm-hmm. mean, the thing with powerful questions is it's about not being too complicated, but, and I always say to people, sliding additional narratives alongside the one that you have. So a lot of the time people in, and I'll explain that, a lot of time people in personal development, personal growth, try to stop projecting into the future with their negative mindset and replace that with projecting into the future with a positive mindset. Right. It's a bit of a waste of time because what you're doing by doing that is denying the biochemical impulse of safety, project fear and potential pitfalls into the future. Mm-hmm. So what I invite... Yeah, yeah, you're ju- yeah, you're actually jumping ahead in the strategy. It's more what I invite my clients to do is accept that we are human beings at the base of it. So we're always going to have an eye on that might not work. Right. But slide alongside it, what would it look like if it works? So the question can be, what would it look like? if I left my job and it was an amazing success. Okay. And even by energetically allowing your nervous system and your neural chemical pathways in the brain to tap into the, and the potential of another reality, you're changing the landscape of the problem in your mind and in your body. So you're opening a doorway to an additional reality instead of just going, oh, well, all these terrible things could happen. Yeah. And that's, that's action, people. That's not just asking a, a, a question and not doing anything. By allowing your nervous system to experience the positive potential, you're opening up the potential for positivity to come to your nervous system. Mm. Does that make sense? It does. There's another question, embraces mind. (laughs) So I'm gonna fill the silence because I know that on a podcast medium, having silence but the way that I love our business relationship is that Brace really deeply thinks about things and makes me explain things better when I haven't explained them very well so where's the where's the gap for me what came up Mm. and it's funny because I'm a coach and I and I know all this stuff but I'm enjoying the process of you know really really splitting all the hairs and and seeing where it all goes Mm. it's like Yes, I get that. Mm-hmm. I understand the reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there that are going, well, it's not that easy. Mm. Like just to... Imagine a better future. Imagine a better future. It's why the subtitle is The Power of Powerful Questions, plural. Right. But you have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think opening the doorway to it being different you can then ask different questions. Like, so what would it look like if, the, if I left my job and it was an amazing success? Mm. You know, it just came up and I'm sorry to, yes. to interrupt you. The difference energetically when asking, what would it look like if it were best case scenario? Mm-hmm. What would it look like? Like that. So people get to fantasize about it, not I have to apply this positive thinking to my actual real life. Absolutely and that is that's it. the hard that's yeah. the hard thing. It's why I hate positive okay. memes on that's, Instagram. Because yeah. it's like it's not about believe it's gonna be amazing and then it'll be amazing. That that's the the secret doesn't work like that. It's not like believe it. It's open up the door. This it's a question. It's not, oh my god, I need to envision my future life being amazing. It's it's what would it look like? What would it feel like? Because yeah. what you're doing is you're creating a physiological reality of excitement, of potential. And when there's potential... Which can, fuels the present, yeah. And you can then ask the ninja question of, okay, and what is it costing me to not be in that positive future right now? And what you're doing by that is stacking your psyche to give you motivation to make the change and to make the decision. It's leverage, you yes. know? I love that leverage. Yeah. yeah. And you, this sounds like you're playing mental tricks on yourself and you are. <laughs> but, but it's good because you're uh, the mental tricks are actually retraining your brain how to think. Mm-hmm. It, it's breaking the old strategy mm. that your default strategy that you would just normally have gone to and is giving yourself a different way to see the world, yourself, all of the above mm. 
and from a different perspective Mm. and you don't lose anything by doing it this way. You're Mm. actually gaining so much insight into Mm. who you are, why you do what you do. Mm. So please continue. Yeah. And and so it doesn't, and I know that we're giving a very specific example, but Uh there are those kind of, what would it look like? What would it feel like? What is not changing costing me are really powerful questions to ask for every situation. Very. The one caveat with the, what is it costing me is no guilt, no blame, no shame. You don't get to beat yourself up for, you know, there being consequences, but it, what we're doing is we are changing it from a, this is the past, therefore projecting to the future to a, well, hang on a second. What what other potentials are there? Another really powerful question is, well, what would what would what would I do if I did know what to do? Just and use your instinct. <laughs> it's like, what would I, you know, what would I change if I did know exactly how to get better? Like because by asking these questions, remember what I said before. The brain has to come up with an answer, and you may surprise yourself. You, it may be the thing that you didn't think of that that comes up as the first thing that you need to change. Yeah, and when you ask that type of question, mm. that's in from what my experience is uh, an NLP style of question, Absolutely. which is yeah. neuro linguistic programming. It actually accesses the subconscious. So whatever answer comes forward is actually not your conscious mind working it out, but it's your subconscious giving you the true answer that's underneath everything that you may not have had access to Mm. previously. Mm. So it's particularly powerful to ask yourself questions that you know you don't know the answers to Mm -hmm. because it accesses the subconscious, as you say. And I'm going to give a personal example about us and our business because it's just occurred to me that we have been doing this a little bit. We kind of, as we mentioned at the beginning here, we're building so much, we're doing so much, everything's really fast moving and it's kind of ginormous and it feels overwhelming and so for a long period we were kind of looking at the problem as in an order of things and which to do things and it's like we were just looking at the problem and then yesterday we had that moment of what would it look like if we were going to focus just on this bit and suddenly the answers came forward and that's why we're bringing staff on more quickly and we're actually resourcing ourselves because we asked a question rather than just looking at the breadth of the problem and it's it's like Okay, so what what would it look like if it were easy? It's a brilliant question. What would it look like if it were easy? Because then you get to, you know, human beings just tolerate tons. Yeah, we tolerate so much. It's a survival technique. Yeah, Um, and you know, we can, it's not that we're saying, oh no, maybe we are saying you can have the life that you dream of and only do the stuff that brings you joy because that's kind of, a good goal to have well yeah it's available you hear it all the time it's like okay great now now what what do i do and it's like do you actually really know what brings you joy like the the hardest homework i ever give to my clients is the desires list that everyone struggles with it because everyone feels something regarding desires so maybe there's the, the big goal that they can get but it's the little ones it's like like what do you actually really want is one of the hardest questions for people to answer because we're so conditioned by what we should want, what society tells us we want, what society society tells tells us us we're allowed to want. Yep. Like what you're not allowed to want. Yeah. Whether it's culture, Mm. upbringing. Great point, culture. Discipline. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that regulates Mm. what we're allowed to have. So in this scenario we get to present about fantasizing about the potential of like what would feel amazing and Mm -hmm. then you get to go into okay why do i want that Mm. and it's like then it gives you a whole other level to dig into why do i specifically want you know the it's going back to the job Mm. like the new job where i only work five hours a day Mm -hmm. why do you only want to work five hours a day Mm. That's great. Mm. If you can find a job like that and, mm. and really want it, that would be mm. amazing. It's like, what is it about that that compels you, that pulls you forward? Mm. And it goes back to this push-pull thing. If, if you're having to force stuff to push it mm. and you're not being pulled forward, mm. that's how you'll in it, like energetically know the difference. Mm. Like If it just feels like it's pulling you, that's the direction that you need to go. That's where your intuition, mm. your natural gift, mm-hmm. your true self is pulling you forward to the right 
answer. And if you feel that pull, really pay attention to that. And these questions will help you find that, will help you find that pull as opposed to um, forcing, this is, I'm pushing. And I just want to make the point that the pull is very different from running away. (laughs) Yeah, it's not pulling you away, it's pulling you forward. And by forward, I mean to a greater realization of your life. And I, I love that you just said that because I think so often we focus on the, the desire for the next thing based on the irritations or the tolerations of the thing that we've just been in. So the thing mm. that I recommend to my clients, points like this, is space. It's like give yourself a buffer space between when that thing ends and when the next thing begins because you'll identify whether that next thing is actually an emanation of your true self or a knee-jerk reaction away from yeah. the thing that you've just got out it's of. Your, it's your rebound job. Right, precisely. Yes. <laughs> it's your rebound. Yeah. We don't, need, we don't need rebounds. Everybody out there, everybody out there. Well, I would say sometimes a rebound works out, but <laughs> in my experience, the rebounds don't necessarily work. No, and it, it's... Because they, they're... I just hate... I, I, I almost use... A word, but I was like, no, that's not, that's not good. What were you going to say? I was going to say they're almost tainted. Definitely. Because it's a, it's a, the whole thing about rebounds. I think I'm trying to be too polite. It's just like, come on. If tainted, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, um, I think that I think so many people are bumbling around life, not really asking themselves questions, like going from one thing to another. Questions can be scary. Because they, they force you to be honest and honesty. Well, because your brain has to find an answer. So right. You got to rationalize it. Exactly. And if you never, if you never question whether you love your job, you don't need to face the fact that you're living a life you hate. If you, Uh, everybody just like, if you're driving and listen (laughs) to that, you probably just had a wreck. Oh God. Uh, We apologize. Please don't. No, but like listen to unveil with care. (laughs) Like people like. Bubble baths and like <laughs> scented candles only, please. Um, <laughs> but it feels like there's this isn't about complicating it to find an answer. It's like pushing your brain into a different neurological space will yes. show you a different window. So the powerful questions are not necessarily ones that you can answer directly mm-hmm. um, because the the what would it what would I do if I knew what to do can sometimes confuse people but re- realistically what you said is absolutely vital that people recognize it's like we're not trying to get this is not a let's sit down and systematize a solution to this stuckness that I'm feeling it's very much a how can I change this situation in the moment to make it look different so that I can feel differently about it so I can think about it differently so I can maybe see the future direction and so if you really are struggling with a hard problem and you just don't know what to do don't know how to have the conversation or you know what to change to make yourself feel better or where to go just start asking yourself Mm -hmm. what feels aligned that's a good question well yeah what feels aligned i was it's so funny we're always Mm kind of on the same (laughs) on the same wavelength but what do i need Mm. oh my god what do i need such a good question and be honest with yourself know the difference between i need this for reasons that aren't the real reasons oh i'm so tempted to tease our thing that we're doing it's like go go deeper than that Mm. it's like okay what do i need Mm. if it's the job scenario what do i need i need to feel fulfilled in my life okay great why do you want to feel fulfilled Mm. like ask yourself another question keep the questions coming continue to answer those questions honestly and openly and you and you, you, know you, will, the you will be digging. You're literally going to be coaching yourself. We're yeah. teaching you how to coach yourself. This right is what now. we do. Like, and also, I'm really tempted to tease what we're building because this is really difficult to get people to touch and connect to. So just know that there is something coming out from Unveil where we will take you way more through all of this. Well, why don't you just tell them now? Well, it's like okay, you've like teased, I've done it. You've can you, I tell them? Buff. <laughs> Brace and I are building a weekend workshop mm-hmm. where you get to spend time with us. I'm not going to reveal the title yet because it may, it's a bit of a working title and I kind of love it, but you know, but it's a, a whole weekend online, virtually with us in a webinar format where we are going to 
give you loads of support to get to know yourself better mm-hmm. and get to love yourself better. I love that. And one of the sessions we're doing, Brace is going to walk everyone through how to physically know the difference between when you're being honest and when you're kind of pulling the wool over your own eyes, pulling the veil over your own eyes. Ooh, yeah, we want to we want to lose that veil. Yes, we do. So so that's what we're, that's the other thing that we're building. We haven't got dates for it yet, guys. Um, it will be soon-ish, um, but we will uh, like keep everyone posted. But if you're interested, the newsletter links to sign up are floating around. They'll be in the show notes. I'll make sure that everything's there because we will keep the newsletter um, subscribers informed of all of this stuff. Um, but that weekend, we're really excited about it. Like we created it, and I keep going. <laughs> Like, we keep right. I was I'm like, in, I was like, why are you okay? You're so giddy right now. I was like, it was even like in the shower this morning trying to phase the first session. So yeah, it's a, it's a really good, um, it's a really good introduction to the work we do, and we will have massive opportunities within it to get some coaching from us and all that kind of stuff. So so yeah, I just came because you were talking about being honest and I think it's really easy particularly when you're facing a problem to give yourself an answer that you want to hear yeah well and and I I think that's a really good point it's you know we we, it's easy for us to say be honest with yourself Mm. it's like well we've been trained to almost think that our honest uh, our dishonest reaction to something is the honest reaction this is you know it goes back to like this is my truth it's like, oh, yeah, well, your truth is different from their truth and their truth and their truth. Mm. So what kind of what kind of truth are we talking about? It's like... And ask yourself, yeah. like in this powerful question stuff, if you get an answer and you're, you're doubting yourself, ask yourself, am I being honest with myself right now? Because you'll and get, you get an to answer. Learn, you get to learn how, what the difference is between an honest answer yeah. and an, an answer that puts on an honest mask Mm. and steps forward and be like, this is your honest answer when underneath it all, it's just a strategy for protecting yourself and keeping yourself safe. Not, I'm not saying that it's evil or bad. It's just what you had to do to survive from when more than likely you were a child Mm. and didn't even know that that's what you were doing. So you get to give yourself a break in that as well yeah and i think particularly with the job analogy it's very easy to make yourself happy with the end result of a job so it's fine because the salary's good it's fine because well we justify everything right yeah it's like well you may lose that job next week you know and it's like okay you just killed yourself for a potential reality Mm. it's like you're only guaranteed Maybe super cliche, but you're only guaranteed today. So would you rather be doing something that you love every day? I know so many people have told me examples from their parents or their own lives. It's like, yeah, I thought that I had it made or my parents had all this retirement and all this stuff and all these stocks or all these things Mm. and all this protection. Mm that wasn't actually real and they lost it, but Mm. they made themselves, not made themselves, they chose to take a path that wasn't as fulfilling Mm. for this reward that they were going to get someday and then that someday didn't come. Mm. How often have we done that? Mm. And I I really feel that there is this kind of, um, we're taught by society what's safe money in the bank, roof over your head, like all of that kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's like, what's truly safe is love. It's the only thing that's truly safe. So loving your own life. And don't, don't groan out there. My groaners, oh, love. Well, we've been having this conversation between ourselves recently. It's Mm -hmm. like, how do you, how do you navigate this world where we're always going to be human beings? And the only answer is love. Mm. It's the hardest answer, but it's the easiest answer as well at the same time, because everything good is a paradox. But it's like, if you're not loving your life, that's, yeah, that's the key. You're cash rich or property rich or, you know, even people rich, but you're not internally nourished. It's like, man, you're missing out on the greatest gift that you could actually give yourself. Mm. I mean, there's a huge, we talk about how much we're doing, but we love every second of it. Like there's no, 
day when we're like, oh, that was a waste of time or that didn't feel great. Even if we go around the houses and change everything, it's like this, we love what we do. And I think it, it shows, it shows here, it shows in the work, it shows in our own personal lives. And I feel that the way I got here was asking myself powerful questions in South Africa. What's really important to me? Like, was it the attempts of career that I was having there? Was it, and I was like, people, connection, community. And you became a really important person. So no brainer question, do the risky, crazy thing of going to America. So it like these things. But you got to that because you asked the powerful questions, because you were truly honest with yourself mm. and in working all that out and digging into it, mm. you were like, okay, it is over here. Is that the easiest path? Maybe not the easiest. Well, no. definitely wasn't the easiest for you, but it may not be the easiest for those of you that are listening. But the reward, mm. huh, interesting. Mm. How are you like, oh, the reward is there. But in the job, Mm -hmm. making myself miserable mm. the reward do you see where I'm going mm -hmm. with this yeah. it's like ooh sorry to totally veer left what is the difference do you think in the journey of I am searching for happiness but it takes getting into the mess and having it be messy for that reward mm. and I'm just going to suffer for the job oh it's that the happiness I feel is guaranteed mm -hmm. if you're willing to do the work you will find mm. joy and happiness mm. and then in the job if you make yourself miserable there's still no guarantee that you're going to have anything at the end and then how unfulfilled was your life and as far as the life journey going for happiness, it's yes, it's messy and difficult, but mm. you love every second of it. Mm. And in the job, it's like, I am just putting up with mm. everything. And oh, that's just not very fun. Mm. And I think, I think as we've said probably many times before, but my sense has always been that there's a resonance and a power behind truth and integrity. Mm. And so I think that the the kind of feedback loop of energy that comes when you do the difficult thing and, and step into the self journey is constantly becoming aware of the fact that you're being truer and more authentic. And that in and of itself is a reward and it feels there you go. like energetic yeah, yeah, yeah. liberation. That's, that's it. Yes. Thank you for simplifying my very long, you know, no, I, comparison I, there. No, that's, that's brilliant. That's, what I could feel, yeah. but I just couldn't articulate it very well. Yeah, and it, 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 I, my, there's, I've had a couple of conversations this week with clients who've both uh, been like, isn't it easier to be um, ignorant? Isn't it easy just to have no Oh yeah, Ign ignorance is bliss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah. it's like, it isn't. Ignorance is unawareness. And ignorance and unawareness are perfectly fine for the people for whom they are fine. But for anyone who has even an inkling that the truth is somewhere over there, living in discord from the truth will be a constant discomfort for your entire life. And that's the problem. You know, we're recording courses at the moment and we are really trying hard to make the point that like integrity and honesty are not just nice traits to have it's a phrase it's a sentence that is written in one of the lessons of our course because they're not they are nice traits to have but they actually have a nervous system effect of safety peace healing nurturing home and at the, the moment you're home something in the nervous system completely shifts and you are safer happier healthier more vibrant because you're home and it's a big reason why we bring the human design in because it gets people home quicker a little bit. You don't need it, but it is part of the home gaining strategy because, you know, home base is a resonant place to be. Um, and so when this work, what we're saying at the beginning about people doing people's human design readings, it's like they remember it, they recognize it. You're not telling them them stuff that they don't somewhere already neurologically know. already know. Yeah. And that's the thing. And so asking these questions what we're doing by asking questions is peeling back the layers of 
you know, narrative, strategy, habit, pattern, all of that, to see completely comprehensively what is underneath. Because what is underneath has more relevance mm-hmm. for growth and the future and healing. Yeah. And as you, as you get there, then you get to actionize some of that. It's like, okay, I've peeled back the layer, peeled back this layer, and then this layer, and then this layer. Mm. What are my options mm-hmm. now that I know what I know? Because mm-hmm. once you know it, you, you can't unknow know it. it. <laughs> yeah. Is it a journey that you can go on with yourself? Mm-hmm. Can you pull in support? Mm-hmm. Which is always going to get you further faster. Mm-hmm. I mean, going it alone is okay, mm. but it's harder. Mm. And you may eventually get to the same destination of discovery. Mm. I don't know what the right answer is. It's well, going to be it, unique to the individual. And it brings us on really neatly to like how to use this in coaching because we will have coaches listening to this podcast because we are going to train coaches eventually. And Coaches who use questions are trained sometimes to use them well, but sometimes not trained to use them particularly brilliantly. And it is the the role of a coach is to understand that we're not necessarily asking a question to know the answer. We're asking a question to explore the framework with which the client is looking at the problem. And I think it's really relevant to keep driving home the point that it's not the answer that's the point always it's you know what we're exploring the landscape and that is always more beneficial because we're exploring what is going on in our clients worlds if you like because we we like we have no comprehension the amount of times I ask the question in a coaching session can you just explain that a bit more for me because I can't make an assumption that when somebody uses a phrase, they're using it to mean the same thing that I think it means. Mm -hmm. Because we all have different histories and different landscapes. Mm -hmm. So if you're a coach and you are interested in asking more powerful questions, just remember that you getting more into the awareness of your client's reality is dependent on you asking them to explain it to you. Um, particularly meet their meaning around certain words. Spirituality is a really important one. Spirituality, God. Because nobody has the same understanding of what that means right so you can't just say yes i have a faith and it's just like well what does that mean like you need to know and what does it what does that mean really great question like and all of these things again just to tie it back to our human design stuff because it's really important that we keep the themes going for everyone because the human design types there it looks like you don't have to ask questions or you you should like the only type you need to ask questions of is generators and you know it's 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 more than that and we you know as coaches um have i think it's really important that a coach knows their type so they know how to support a client from an energetic space of truth and we've had this conversation quite regularly about like you're a manifester right and the way you can speak to a client is very different to the way i can speak to a client um but and there's a reason there's a very specific reason for that mm. it's for manifestors their aura and their energy is very push like it, yeah. it pushes what's the word am i looking for uh, repellent yes which is not a very nice word but yeah it's, it's like as soon yeah. as you said it i was like mm. <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> no 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 but but that makes sense it's very powerful and it it, it kind of throws its weight around yeah um and the way that i am designed is like when i get an impulse mm. like a true one mm. i am the type of design that can tell you exactly what just came in for me yeah and it's it's more powerful when you do like the biggest breakthroughs we've had is when you've told me how it is (laughs) (laughs) why did you laugh (laughs) i just you don't like it when people tell you how it is i don't but i do let you interesting that's the most important point interesting yes but i have to be very specific about how i deliver that information because for me as a manifestor i can't just walk up to somebody and be like this is this is the way that it is because that's like dude Hmm. again my energy and my aura is a little aggressive Mm -hmm. feeling Mm -hmm. if i don't preface it Hmm. and this is the cool thing for my manifestors out there preface with 
I want to tell you something, or this is the way that I am seeing it. Let the person know you're basically alley-ooping yourself. Mm-hmm. So you're selling, oh <laughs> yeah, you're setting yourself up to deliver what you know to be true, mm-hmm. where it's not so aggressive. It mm-hmm. actually is like, hey, I'm about to tell you something, mm-hmm. and it's coming from a place of love and knowing. And really, you say all of that in letting the person know that you're about to tell them something. Mm-hmm. Now, as a manifester coach. If I'm just barking at people and being like, this is this and this is what I'm seeing and this is the stuff, that is not going to go over well, especially when we're talking about sensitive subjects. So mm-hmm. I also, I always... And sometimes I'll just add to that, like manifestors can have the power to move energy and affect energy. So just being a constant cheerleader as a, as a coach or a constant, you know, dictatorial kind of, you just need to change this. And no, it, it, it doesn't feel right. But manifestors can very much pave the way by going by just taking their time particularly an emotional manifesto take the time let the insight come and then let the silence fall and the silence is the open space but then you just go i'm gonna share with you what i'm seeing mm. and that from a generator feels horrible i hate that i would never do that but from a manifester the the gravitas with which you say that everyone's like okay and then the the kind of permission is given to say the thing. Yeah, because it's coming from a good place outside of myself. I'm just the... Delivering. The, yeah, I'm yeah. just the messenger. Yeah. Like, but how it is, the information is put into me mm. and then my ability to deliver. There's mm. a reason it's given to me in the way that it's given. Mm. And so to do the other types as well, projectors, like projectors, the whole wait for the invitation thing is really complex, but you can ask for an invitation. Like there's no, there's no rules that you can't ask for an invitation. So if the, if you've got an insight for a client, you can say, can I share something with you? Mm-hmm. It's like same for generators, just keep asking questions. So like, and for generators as well. So let me just finish off with projectors. Projectors, you will have insights, but if you just start delivering them, you don't have an open slip because they've paid you to be a coach. It's like you actually do need to ensure that they're on board with receiving the wisdom that you've got at that specific moment. So can I share what I'm seeing with you? Just And they go, yes, their yes is an invitation for you to share. Um, so would you say theirs is kind of a manifester? They're very similar. Um, Manifestors, and we were talking about this before we press record, it's like, because it's normal conversation, manifestors also might ask for quote-unquote permission. Mm -hmm. Because, like, can I share something with you is quite a natural thing to say. I'm just going to tell you what I'm seeing. It may not be quite in the manifestor thing, but it could be. So manifestors can do either. Projectors can't go, I'm just going to tell you what I'm seeing. They really need to go, can I share with you what I'm seeing? So they always ask a question. They always have to ask for permission, basically. Got it. Um, because their insights have to be invited. Um, and the thing with projectors is if they give something and it isn't well received, their aura, their energy system pays for it. They, it it's like they have this thing about getting external recognition. And that means that when they don't, it actually hurts the projector. It feels like they've given of value and they haven't been seen. Right. And that can be quite challenging. Um, reflectors are kind of complex. And I, you know, reflector, just use your energy system to know what to do and how to say things because it will be different depending on the time of the month. And that does, is not a menstrual reference, by the way. That's a lunar cycle reference. Um, <laughs> just to put that out there, because it did sound very much like I was talking about hormones. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, You're drunk. <laughs> I'm drunk on excitement. Um, generators. Oh my goodness. And it took us a while to work out how I should explain this before we press record. Because we do plan these podcasts somehow, guys. Somewhere. Um, <laughs> Everybody's like, say really? what? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Maybe you should hire somebody to plan this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those outsourcing things. like. <laughs> yeah. Um, Structure, yeah. It's um, like, know your strengths, guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was talking to somebody about a project management system this morning, and I worked out why I hate them. It's because I have to structure my abstract mind into linear, like, task-oriented. And I'm like, I'm so bored. Like, I mean, even the way you just said that, structure my <laughs> abstract mind in a linear, linear thing. I'm like, uh, you lost me at yeah. abstract mind. Yeah, no, but this is why we're hiring somebody to do this for us. Um, but generators. Generators, mm. what I really got to is generators... Imagine your motor is humming all the time and what you're doing is humming in resonance to things and to people. So just to whiz back to 
what to do when you don't know what to do. Sometimes a generator, you can get someone to ask you questions. It's always really powerful. Get to ask, get them to ask you yes and no questions. Um, but also you can start throwing stuff against a wall and see what resonates with you. So you can use the external to help shift yourself forwards. And basically, instead of asking a question to your subconscious mind, you're asking a question to the universe. You're asking a question to God or whatever. So use tarot cards or you know angel cards or pick up the Gene Keys book and think about what Gene Key you need to read because you're using something, something to bounce off. You kind of need to respond to something. Okay. Well, what about what about generators who aren't necessarily familiar with tarot or angel cards or gene keys you can do anything so almost scroll through social media and see what speaks to you that day it's Mm. a really it's what i do i was actually having this conversation with someone this morning because you know we're not i'm not proactive on social media doing all the kind of quote marketing things that people should do because i use it as a i'm bouncing off something to respond i get Mm. inspiration from it so i will read someone's post and it will spark a thought and i'll write my own post it's all of that kind of stuff got it um so yeah um open a newspaper that's a very old-fashioned reference find an online magazine article whatever and use it to respond and resonate to but as generally magazine (laughs) article what is a magazine jeez (laughs) i'm so old um um, but generator coaches i find myself constantly reference checking with my clients that what i've said resonates with them because what i'm doing by that is gaining the feedback that what i'm sharing is actually true for them so you know does that make sense to you or does that feel aligned or does that feel like it is your experience or and i always have i make a point to say to my clients you can always tell me i'm wrong you can always tell me that it's not what you feel you can always tell me that it's not accurate because i'm just going to throw stuff against a wall and see what sticks that's kind of my approach you know what's interesting mm. that just occurred to me. Mm. This may be another sidebar, but this this is the this way is my the, this is the way I work. This is the way a podcast works, Bryce. Yeah. On. So <laughs> there we go. So it's interesting because if I say this may not be resonant for you, mm. if I get a no, it's not resonant for me. Mm-hmm. If I if there's something real deal that mm-hmm. I know is, is right and mm-hmm. it comes in and it doesn't resonate, that mm-hmm. gives me different information on, it's like, okay, Great point. it's like, okay, I, I hear you. Mm. Let's look at that. Yeah. Why, why may that be not resonating mm. for them? Mm. I think Not that I feel like I'm always right, but I, but it's something to explore differently for a manifester versus exploring that response differently for a generator. Right. Does that, does that make no, sense? No, and I love that because what you're explaining is, and this is what we're going to teach in our coach training, every type and every coach has a different relationship to their intuition. And generators will get knowings, instinctive, but depending on how they're designed. But I'm a splenic generator. And I always say to my splenic generators, I have instant decision-making capacity, but I have to be prepared to get things wrong. That's the whole point of it, because I'm always going to make a decision in the now, but the now changes. So I don't have the luxury of kind of going, oh, I'll make a decision over time. It's like I'm moving, which is why our business has been in... Oh, sorry, if you just got a load of feedback, I just knocked my my microphone. Our business has been in many iterations because I have had to move in directions to hit a wall to turn around and respond against it. Right. Because because I'm the, the motor force of this business as the generator, it's, it's I'm the driver of it, um, which is why we're doing it in a generator way. And when we're together, we're a manifesting generator, which means we're a generator. So there is that, and as a coach, I very much don't necessarily, I don't coach in the way where I'm giving my clients truth, whereas you do. You have an instinctive connection to insight that's very inspirational. Yes. It's written into your design that that's how you that's, experience the world. That has been the way that I have experienced everything since I was young. Mm. I just, and I've probably said it a million times in a million different conversations. Mm. I just, something, there is just this overwhelming, powerful. Knowing. Knowing. Mm. It's like, I don't know how I know, 
mm. but I know. Mm. And that, and I really love that we're having this conversation because that's not the way everybody coaches. And I, I think it's really interesting that young coaches think that everyone should coach in the same way. Whereas the biggest key that we are offering for our coaches is you are using your nervous system. Your unique yeah. style. Yeah, and your nervous system is the thing that does the coaching. So everything about Unveil, you'll you'll feel it when you come into our presence. We are very safe. We are very nurturing. This is our nervous system that's building a business. When yeah. I coach my clients, I intentionally use my nervous system to, and it's not give them the truth as I see it, because I'm not you. I bounce them up against walls. And I know that sounds like a terrible thing, but I'm testing them by making things challenging sometimes, putting stress on them sometimes, because I'm allowing them to respond to my exercises. Like I said before, the desire exercise is the hardest piece of homework I ever give. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm giving them that homework, not because I want them to make a desires list, but because I want to know what happens when they try. And so for a generator, it's very much, I'm on the experiment with you. I have tons of intuition and I allow that to come through but it's not always accurate and it doesn't have to be. I don't have an ego attachment to being quote unquote right. It's basically, this is what I'm being told to say to move the client in a specific direction. Even if the thing that I'm saying is not true and it's wrong, it's additive. It's taking the client in a specific direction. So a lot of the times in my sessions, there will be <laughs> there will be the moment where the client wants to fire me. <laughs> Happens all the time, and it's like it's because I'm, I've challenged them a little bit. One of my favorite clients admitted after a six month coach package that almost after session I think three, she was like, "I'm done. I can't do this because this stuff is challenging and." the way that the stuff comes through me isn't to make everyone's ride as easy as possible. It's for ultimate transformation and healing. And that isn't always as easy as possible. So generators very much, we have to, it's, it's much more constant. Whereas you're slow and then insightful, we are always kind of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And this is not really the power of powerful questions or what to do when you don't know what to do. But if you're a generator and you don't know what to do, throw something against a wall and see what happens. Mm. and sit with the frustration as well like know that it's not necessarily going to fix it but you're just occupying your energy system with an action that is not decision and it's not forward motion it's just what the hell do I do in this moment well let's read a jinky and if you're not familiar with the jinkies don't go on social media go buy the jinkies book <laughs> just, just to return to that comment <laughs> okay so we've got what to do mm when you don't know what to do, mm -hmm. human design can help you figure out the best mm. way of approaching mm. that mm. Um, based on your design. Mm. Then we, you know, Victoria has given us some, some powerful questions to ask ourselves. We've gone into some philosophies about uh, what that can potentially mean for you, those mm -hmm. powerful questions. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you want to add as far as asking ourselves powerful questions to figure out what to do in different scenarios? I think the final thing that I would love to add is that sometimes you're really not supposed to know what to do. So the okay. human brain is the solution, try again, a solution oriented machine. So what we've spent this podcast doing is kind of giving you loads of different options to know how to think about things, to ask different questions, to, to explore basically. But sometimes the funk, as I like to call it, and the, the not knowing and the being absolutely hopeless is the point at which magic comes in. And we share this all the time, that the, the moment where I, I, Victoria, admit I don't know, is the moment that something massively powerful is gifted to me from the universe. And it really Through takes- Through me. Always, through race. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you so much, but no. <laughs> now who's getting pushed? <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> but no, and to be honest, sometimes through you. Sometimes through you. And sometimes through something that I could never have predicted. And it's truly by owning mm. the darkest moments of, I, I've got no idea. I literally have nothing right now. I have nothing and it's hopeless and there's nothing left. And then you just wait. There you go. Or phone up Bryce and he'll just give you some. Well, the silence. Mm. Mm. The silence. I find 
and here's another little thing. If you want to go over stuff and you don't know what to do and you want to ask yourself some questions, find some water. Mm-hmm. This one really, really works for me. Water, mm-hmm. just the sound, the sound of water changes the way your brain waves work. Can you do that just by listening to a water track or do you actually have to be near water and hear it? So I don't know enough about the the, just in, you personally. the, the ins and outs. Me, I have to be around water physically. I think it's a physical thing to be Like it has to be like running, like... Just run a tap. <laughs> well, I love... <laughs> My my shower time. Love my shower time. Yeah. I get the biggest, deepest like ahas when I go in and just zone out. And sometimes I'll zone out in the, in the shower. And, Your and water bill really high. <laughs> it is. And for all my conservationists out there, uh, I apologize and will be more cognizant of that. But those are my. A lot of insight comes through. Mm. And... Well, and just to say as well, like when we were talking about it yesterday, um, water is emotion. Energy is in the water. Emotion emotion flows. So water is a very emotional element. Um, and it's really important that if you are emotional or, or not emotional, you know your water strategy. So you keep hydrated, yes, but you also know what you need and I'm you know I am missing South Africa a bit because I was on the beach every day I was literally by the ocean walking along the beach feeling that um, restorative capacity within that um, environment and and it does make a difference you know we joked all of last season about my duck pond but the reason I found my duck pond is because I'm a homing pigeon for water and for me as an unemotional person that is because it clears me out and for you as an emotional person it will move your wave on um, so you'll get insights and I'll just get peace in water see how water affects you mm, yeah that's your homework for the week guys yeah go and experiment with your water element and think about ask yourself powerful questions don't judge the answers mm. either just be open for whatever comes in mm. just play play around with it experiment it's only it's only going to benefit you mm. there's nothing about this process that is going to hurt you <laughs> at all just don't it, drown well, <laughs> Wow. I was I was like passionate and feeling it. Oh uh, and just to say, like if we if we've intrigued you, sorry, about human design, I have done an intro to type in three minutes that you can access if you go to unveilenterprises.com mm, forward slash human design types, all one word. Um, and it is me rattling through the auras of types in a slightly different way than we've done today. So you'll get something out of that. You just have to sign up to our newsletter and you'll have access to my video and also the links there on how um, how to get your free chart. If we've talked about human design and you're like, I still don't know what type I am. We've got the links in that video for you to go and get your human design type. Nice. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Let the party begin. Yes, unveilenterprises.com forward slash human design types. Links will be in the show notes if I remember. Awesome. All right. I think... I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we should be done. Um, but for now, I'm Brace Harris. And I'm Victoria Fenton. And we are... Unveil. Stay informed with all things Unveil. Sign up for the newsletter at unveilenterprises.com forward slash sign up. Thank you.